This is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by McMahon's Best One Tire and Auto Care. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, February 24th, 2024. Along with co-host, producer, Brandon Podgorski, I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you would like to weigh in on a topic, subject, rant, opinion, etc., do so via the text line at 46862. That's 46862. If you have a question about local sports or whatever, uh, you can text it into us. But once again, please put TS in the front of your message, if you will. Got a great show lined up for you, of course, uh, we'll be talking with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, a little bit later on in the show this morning. Uh, first, though, we are going to uh, be talking with the Athletic Director at Indiana Tech University, uh, the uh, also the women's basketball coach, Jesse Biggs. We're going to be chatting with her this morning. Uh, the women's basketball team at Indiana Tech uh, just clinched their third straight Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference championship. And that was their third consecutive championship and sixth in seven seasons. So we're going to talk to Coach Biggs. I know they have a uh, shoot around a little bit uh, uh, later this morning. So we're going to uh, talk with her about uh, 9, 10 this morning and uh, find out what's going on with the Warriors uh, team. I've, I've had the pleasure to watch their home games with a, a great seat right there at center court this season and have been so, so impressed by this team of young student athletes. It's in, it's an incredible story. Uh, they're 24 and three right now on the season, 21 and zero in Wolverine conference, uh, Wolverine Hoosier athletic conference play. So uh, they play today at the university of Northwest Ohio. We'll talk to her uh, right after the break. Don't forget, girls' state championships happened today at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis in Class 2A. Bishop Lures will take on Brownstown Central at about 12.45 this afternoon. And then in Class 3A, Eric Thornton's Norwell Lady Knights uh, will meet Gibson Southern at around 6 o'clock. And these are all time approximates based on... Uh, uh, when other games uh, are completed. So that's uh, something that we're going to be watching for and uh, and hoping that you know, both sets of Knights can bring home state championships and both have an excellent opportunity to do so. These are two outstanding basketball teams with outstanding coaches and uh, a lot of leadership on these teams. So uh, it should be an interesting uh, afternoon and early evening at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Uh, Fort Wayne Comets in action last night in ECHL hockey. Had to travel to Wheeling to take on the Nailers. And, of course, if you recall, the Comets have been scuffling just a little bit. Well, not last night. They beat the Nailers by a score of 5-3. to three. Uh, So that's a big two-pointer on the road. The Ks are off tonight and will be in Toledo Sunday, facing off at 5-15. 
And speaking of uh, big wins, it was the PFW men of John Kaufman beating Green Bay on the road last night. Well, not they thrashed them. <laughs> 85-59, it was the final score. And Green Bay, one of the elite of the Horizon League. So uh, that was kind of a statement uh, put out by the Mastodons last evening. Speaking of uh, big victories, we had a couple uh, a little bit north of us here at Trine. The Trine men, who are now 23-3, and beat Adrian 74-70 last night in the conference semis. They'll play Hope tonight on the Thunders home court at 7.30 for the MIAA championship. While the Trine women, who are 20-7, and beat Calvin last night 65-55 to advance. They will also meet Hope this evening in the MIAA Women's Championship. That'll be 7.30, and I believe that is on Hope's home court. That's correct. Uh, with the the higher seed having that, that, that home advantage. And uh, we need to offer congratulations to New Haven Bulldog, Easton Doster. Uh, he's your state wrestling champ in the 144-pound class. Uh, just an excellent uh season seasons so far for mr doster if i'm not mistaken he is a junior and uh will come back uh next year so um but uh yeah uh, once again the 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 son of dave doster uh, you might remember dave doster um out of new haven high school as a baseball player and uh had uh not just a stint but he was a philadelphia philly he played second base for the phillies um I don't want to say back in the day because it wasn't all that long ago. He's younger than me, so <laughs> it's just. But uh, he was kind of the pride of Northeast Indiana when he was up in the major leagues, and we uh, we followed his career too. But uh, Easton Doster, uh, 144 class state wrestling champ. So those are some of the local highlights. And uh, so I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's go to break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking with. Indiana Tech Athletic Director, women's basketball coach Jesse Biggs. We'll do all that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. How do you thank the people that add so much to our lives? How do you celebrate a community that brings out the best in all of us? You give back. In 2022, McMahon's Best One gave more than $100,000 to local organizations that are always there to lift us up, to listen, to strengthen us, every one of us. Throughout the year, McMahon's Best One will continue to give back to the community that has given so much to us, bringing out the best in each other together. Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you're making the same or less money. So what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the Zero Debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-915-6831. 800-915-6831. 800-915-6831. 
That's 800-915-6831. Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. Attention homeowners. Are you tired of paying too much on your energy bills? Over 90% of homes likely need more insulation. It's time you discovered Koala Insulation, a premier insulation contractor. Koala's team can give you a free insulation evaluation. There's no obligation. It's one of the best home improvement returns on investments you can make. And then you can start saving money for years to come. So be sure to book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation online at Koala. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. Call 800-245-2751. 800-245-2751. 800-245-2751. That's 800-245-2751. Penn Station East Coast Subs is famous for a lot of things, but none quite like the signature hot grilled Philly cheesesteak. Get the 100% USDA Choice Philly Cheesesteak on their famous fresh-baked bread starting at just $6.99. Add fresh-cut fries and hand-squeezed lemonade for an unbeatable flavor trio. Dine in or order online. Penn Station, where it's all about good taste. If you've been thinking about a new roof, you owe it to yourself to contact Honest Abe Roofing. Abe has several options available for cold weather installation, which will protect your home this winter and for decades to come. Honest Abe also has the best financing options in the area with the lowest interest rates and the longest financing terms, which can equal the lowest payments in the industry. Abe also offers no payments until 2025 for qualified customers. Call now for the absolute best low payment options. Honest Abe Roofing, 286-ROOF. Now back to Talk. In sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. We are efforting to get a hold of Coach Biggs this morning on the phone line, but uh, we do. Let's uh, take a look at Blake Sebring's book, Fort Wayne Sports History. Uh, on this date, February 24th, uh, a couple of the most highly decorated high school gymnasts, well, ever, uh, are going to be featured here. In 1996, gymnast Laura Skrapansky uh, of Bishop Doinger scores a perfect 10 on the balance beam. This came during the Summit Athletic Conference meet, and the odd thing was that Skrapansky uh, said that during warm-ups, she had no feel for the beam at all. It might have been the defending state champs all-time best meet, too. She scored a 995 
on the floor exercise, won all four events and posted a 38.85 to win the all-round competition. Also in 1999, Bishop Dwinger gymnast Betsy Minix scores a perfect 10 on the vault. During a meet at Homestead, Minix, just a sophomore at the time, executed a perfect handspring into a front tuck and then rotated one and a half times before sticking her landing. If that wasn't enough, she did it again on the second vault and received another 10. Betsy was this bundle of energy. Saints coach Rose Nick said, I remember when she was running down that runway and literally exploded off the vault. And then she came down and planted that landing. It was just crazy, crazy good. And uh, I've got to say, I, I'm, I know Betsy Minix. I know the family, uh, great people. And uh, yes, what an accomplished gymnast Betsy was after Laura Skrapansky at uh, both at Bishop Dwinger, um, just two of the more outstanding gymnast in high school history. Let's take a look at the area boys basketball scoreboard from last evening. Uh, it was uh, in the Summit Athletic Conference. And uh, so we had uh, Columbia City over Concordia 47-41, Bishop Lewis 77, Carroll 66, Marion beat Snyder 81-57, to Norwell 49, Homestead 43 in overtime. And uh, in the NA8, it was Kokomo beating Huntington North 82 45. Uh, Lori Badunga uh, had a double double in that one for the Wildcats. Belmont 60, Jay County 31, DeKalb 43, Northridge 39, Walwasi a 6150 winner over East Noble. In the ACAC, it was Adams Central 71, Lakewood Park 54. Cowan takes care of Southern Wells, 47-44. It was Heritage, 52. Madison Grant, 40. Eastbrook, a 54-42 winner over South Adams. And Southwood falls to Bluffton, 53-47 over the Northeast Corner Conference. Lakeland wins their Northeast Corner Championship by beating Angola, 63-61. It was Fremont, 71. Bethany Christian, 63. Fairfield, 57. Central Noble, 54. Cherubusco 56, Eastside 45, Westview over Concord 40 to 39, and West Noble beat Garrett 44 to 34. So those are the high school scores from last night. So uh, in in the course sectionals start uh, very soon, uh, as soon as Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. So um, it's going to be one of those uh, things that that. You know, here we go. I, I can't believe I remember when football was just getting started with week one back in August. And now uh, basketball is culminating at this point in time. We're going to be moving on to springs on the ground this morning. So, you know, that's one of those things that we always uh, have to deal with. Uh, beautiful weather and then snow and then it's supposed to be beautiful again. So we shall see how that works out. 46862, the Text line this morning. If you have a question, comment, opinion, etc., and want to share with us, um, we'll uh, we'll get it on the air if it's uh, appropriate to do so, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see what what happens. Still efforting to get a hold of Coach Jesse Biggs here, and uh, tell you what, why don't we go ahead and take another quick break, and then uh, when we come back. Uh, well, let's see who we can be talking to. 
We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It's a new year and time to set business resolutions that stick, like resolving not to worry about payroll. Leave that to our dedicated team at Premier Payroll. Fast, accurate, and easy on your budget. We handle everything from processing payroll to managing payroll tax payments. Whether you are a business owner or an accounting professional needing to provide the best payroll service for your clients, Premier Payroll makes your payroll process simple, smooth, and reliable. Locally owned and serving Northeast Indiana for over 30 years, We won't sell your business to some national payroll company that only specializes in putting you on hold. Premier Payroll is here when you need us and ready to provide the priority service your business deserves. Fulfill your resolution to never worry about payroll again. Contact Premier Payroll and your first two payroll processes are free. Call 260-471-4661 or visit www.premier-payroll.com. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. (laughs) We're pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Might have to start a band. (laughs) I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. (laughs) Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Why? Why take a chance? Why risk a mistake? Why say something? We all have reasons why we choose to ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right. The word why can either paralyze us or empower us to stand up and protect what we love. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my family. I see safe for my friends. I see say for my students. We see say for each other. I see say because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. A why that unifies this community we're all a part of. So protect your everyday. Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. Along with Brandon Podgorski, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you have a question, text us. At the text line at 46862, that's 46862. Maybe you have a question uh, regarding Indiana Tech athletics or something along those lines. Because on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, is not only the women's basketball coach at Indiana Tech, but the athletic director as well, Jesse Biggs. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me today. Thanks. Oh, no problem. And happy belated birthday, by the way, too. I saw that on social media. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
And so, old. Oh, please. <laughs> Nobody's as old as I am. But, hey, Wednesday evening at the Schaefer Center, uh, the Indiana Tech women's basketball team won their third straight Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference title in sixth in seven years. And, of course, all the teams uh, that, that you've had through this time are, are similar yet different. And what stands out about this year's team for you? I, you know, I, I think their their dedication to details. Um, you know, obviously Erica Foy is a, probably an All American, um, and you know one of our one of our strengths. But everybody brings something different, and um, they all just do their roles really well, um, and they show up consistently and bring that. And um, you know, it's a group effort um, with this group, and it, it really shows. Um, we don't have superstars. Um, they all they all show up every night and play and. Um, you know, their overall goal is to get a win, and, and that's all that matters to them. And, and when they do, my goodness, 24-3 uh, and 3 right now, 21-0 in the conference. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Erica Foy, too, and she's hit several milestones this season, the career-leading scorer in Indiana Tech history. Uh, and it's no secret to opponents that are scouting uh, that, you know, when she's double-teamed or, or they, they sag a defense on her, Anybody else on the floor at the time can put the ball in a hoop, so it's usually a, a futile effort on the part of the opponents. Yeah, the good thing with Erica is she's so unselfish, and she understands the game of basketball really well. And so if she is double teamed, you know, Decker and some of those other kids do a great job of diving to the rim, getting layups, and, and then our shooters spot up on the backside. So, um, you know, it's understanding the game. Um, and, and, you know, seeing what the defense is going to give you and then, and then taking advantage of it that night. You know, they do a really good job of adjusting um, to how teams play in-game, um, especially, you know, coming out of halftime and things like that. Okay, you know, Erica, they're doubling you. This is what's open. And um, they do a really good job of, of seeing those open gaps and, and then, you know, applying it. Well, and that's what I was just going to mention, too, just the adjustments that are made. And that starts with you and your coaching staff and to see and to be able to identify uh, what's going on on the court and to be able to adjust and do whatever's necessary. Oftentimes, though, it's, it's just one of those uh, those efforts where where the team will, will come at you. And, uh, you know, as, as far as the, the Warriors are concerned, they dive for loose balls. They, they, they do whatever's necessary, as you said, uh, to, you know, get the get the win. But, yeah, the players, I mean, the starters, the Taylor Covington, Juliana Burris, Genevieve Decker, Corinne Smith, you know, and then off the bench you've got Amaris Lowry and Bethany Worm uh, to, to, you know, compliment and, and, uh, and be right there alongside of Erica Foy. Uh, it's just uh, it, it's a lot of fun to watch this team. And, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about um, because of your dual role of head women's basketball coach, athletic director, talk about your coaching staff and, and what it means to have a quality coaching staff and, and, and people that you can delegate things to and, and know that it's going to get done. Well, it, it wouldn't be possible without, <laughs> without <laughs> it uh, on both sides. Obviously, Kylene, um, you know, from a coaching staff standpoint, understands exactly what we want. Um, she's the day-to-day person with our players. Um, every scouting report, film, session, you know, that's, that's led by her. Um, 
And so, you know, that's that's really important. And then on the flip side of that, like our assistant athletic directors and our administrative staff, uh, they, they do a lot. They do a lot over there. David Bocard, Jessica Stewart, we just hired a senior women's leader. So um, all of those people play a key role. And I think that's what the cool thing is about Indiana Tech. I mean, it's a group effort. Um, it's a team effort to, to be successful in our department and for our campus. And, you know, that's what's kind of kept me around for so long. It's everybody wants to see everybody be successful. So it's a, it's a very nice environment and, and cool thing to be a part of. We're talking this morning with Jesse Biggs, head women's basketball coach and athletic director at Indiana Tech. And, yeah, this is my first year of having, uh, you know, a full view of both the, the women's and men's basketball teams. And I'm just so impressed and, and look forward to every game just because you know that those student athletes out there are going to bust it. They're going to give 100% each and every time, play to the buzzer each and every game and uh just i i think more people in the community need to come out you don't have to do to sit at home and wonder about traveling out of town to watch competitive basketball and very good basketball played by kids that just love the game and and just everything involved but i i love the atmosphere at indiana tech and uh and just uh you know i'm just enjoying being around that and uh and, and happen you know being a little bit of a part of it, but uh, it, it's a lot of fun to do, and uh, I think more people need to see it. Well, we appreciate it, and we appreciate, we appreciate having you around. Trust me, um, working the games, but yeah, it's it is a fun environment, and and um, you know, come on out, yeah, bring the kids, bring a youth group, contact me, um, you know, we'll get you we'll get you some pass list stuff, and we'll get you set up in your groups your groups here because I, I do I do think it's really a cool environment. Yes, it is. Well, now, okay, uh, before I let you go, Jesse, I want to talk about now the, the Wolverine Hoosier tournament uh, that starts. And is is every seed locked in right now or today is going to determine some of the other seeds? Because it's the top eight that qualify for the postseason uh, WAC tournament, correct? Yeah, we're not we're not sure who we're going to play yet. Six, seven, eight all have the same record. So. Okay. Uh, it, it depends on today um, and the outcomes of today on, on who we get. Okay, and that would be a Wednesday game, is that correct? Uh, yes, Wednesday, Wednesday, first round, Friday. Okay. Well, Jesse, well, thank you. I know you got a shoot-around uh, coming up uh, shortly, so I will uh, uh, let you go and just thank you for joining us this morning on Talking Sports, and best of luck over in Ohio today. And uh, We'll be watching for the score, and and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. That was Jesse Biggs, head women's basketball coach and athletic director at Indiana Tech. And uh, just it's, it's a wild, wild uh, atmosphere there, a lot of fun. Uh, there, there's a lot of the – uh, gentlemen that'll come to the games uh, that have been around a while and, and you see them at some of the college games and if you get a chance to talk to them you know you find out some of them uh, I, I ran into a gentleman the other night that uh, played in 1959 at Central High School and he's still he's, he's coming to the games and he's enjoying that but then you know, when you go to a St. Francis game you see the same gentlemen that are there they're just big fans of local basketball and uh, they could tell you uh, history of basketball, both high school and collegiate over the years. So 
it, it's a lot of a uh, lot of fun. And, and of course, uh, what uh, what athletic directors do in the course of a day is is unprecedented, and uh, it's it's uh, really a, a just a testament to the the people that give a lot to the sports. So, uh, thank you for joining us, Jesse Biggs. And you know what? We're just going to go straight back to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because let's talk to the athletic director we talk to every single week, Mr. Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, bub? I am great this morning. Uh, love the snow. No, I don't love the snow. No. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that means there's no home baseball games or anything like that or can't get out on Yeah. Anyway. But uh, <laughs> there, there is no home baseball games in, in Fort Wayne today. That is for darn sure. That is correct. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to all just have to sit inside and, and watch it on TV or something. I don't know. But uh, uh, let's talk about men's basketball. Now, is the regular season culminating today? And uh, yes, I know the, the men and women will be at Spring Arbor, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Last uh, regular season game today. Um so our, our women, uh, Wednesday, we hosted Grace uh, in a doubleheader, and uh, the women won, which locked them into the four seed in the upcoming tournaments. We will host one more game on Tuesday night, uh, first round of the Crossroads League tournament. Uh, not sure who will play yet. I think it's either Grace or Huntington, uh, depending on the results today. But the women are locked into to number four. Uh, the men could finish, uh, I think, as high as fifth, as low as seventh, uh, depending on the some results around the conference today. But got to go up and... Uh, you know, play on a senior day up at Spring Arbor up in Michigan, and uh, the men are going to try to bounce back from a, a tough loss against the best team in the country on Wednesday. But uh, I know they're going to want to end on a good note and uh, positive uh, vibes going into our Crossroads League tournament. We'll be on the road somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't know where yet. But, uh, yeah, last regular season game today, and then we uh, get into some postseason on next week. Okay. So, it, and it's uh, the women, are the women lock, locked in to have a home game? Seven and eight are set, so the only I think the only variable on the women's side is Grace and Huntington figuring out who's fifth and who is sixth. But we are we are locked into a home game, so we're uh, <clears throat> making sure all the students know that they can get in free, and uh, we're going to get them a little food voucher, try to get them out on a Tuesday night. And we had a great atmosphere on Wednesday, so hopefully we can duplicate some of that on Tuesday night and uh, give our team a little boost here in the last home game at Hustle this year. Okay, well, how can listeners get tickets uh, to the the Lady Cougars game on Tuesday. So Tuesday, because it's a tournament game and we have to turn all the revenue into the conference right after, we just do cash right at the gate, um, <clears throat> which some people have preferred anyway. Uh, but we're not going to put it online because, again, we need to get that revenue over to the conference afterwards. So uh, 5 bucks students and senior citizens and 10 bucks for adults and everybody else. As I said, USF students will get in free. Um, but, yeah, just come, come to the game, get there. It's a 7 o'clock tip, so get there a little early and, uh, get your ticket right at the door. Mike, how, and, and you've been doing this long enough, I'm sure it, it's second nature to you anyway, but when seasons overlap, when when the winter sports are still in play and the spring sports are starting, uh, what challenges does that pose for the athletic department? Uh, I think just staffing the games when they're home. Uh, when you're on the road, there's there's not a, a ton that you have to worry about. Like, you know, baseball is on the road this weekend. They played two yesterday, and they'll go back and play two tomorrow in Kokomo. Um, but when you have multiple home games, it's sometimes a challenge. So you have to have somebody that's 
stat in the games that's you know on your social media, whether it's a scoreboard or uh, game clock, shot clock, things like that. Uh, I've actually jumped in and done the, the game and shot clock the last few for our basketball teams just because one of our guys retired in the middle of the season, so I was trying to fill in some gaps there. But we've got a great group of people that We've got a great group of student workers that help us out, and then we've got Kelsey Pasalia, my associate AD, who she steps in and does a lot of things, and obviously I'm willing to jump in and do whatever I can when I have to. But uh, right now, basketball will finish up at home on Tuesday, so that'll clear off the calendars for us to get ready for the baseball, softball, golf, tennis, uh, outdoor track and field, and all this stuff coming down this spring. But it's a, it's a team effort. Our coaches chip in. I mean, that's what small college athletics is all about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you don't always have a – a huge staff that you wish you could just deploy people all over and get things covered. Coaches are chipping in. Obviously, they're taking care of their fields. They're taking care of their teams. They're uh, getting food from wherever they need to to feed their teams. And uh, it's just the all hands on deck when you get to this time of year. Well, and you mentioned baseball. They're they're seven and three already on the year. Uh, took a, a doubleheader loss to IU Kokomo yesterday by scores of five, uh, four to two and four to three. Uh, Bishop mm-hmm. Dwenger alum Brendan Lytle. Uh, had three hits in the opener and had a hit in the nightcap as well. Had a couple RBI for the Cougars as well. But, uh, you know, still looking at that roster, my goodness, all the local talent that you're seeing. Uh, Luke Siren from Northrop, uh, you know, throwing in, in the, the, all the Dwenger contingent as well. And that baseball program uh, at Dwenger has been uh, very steady for several years. But uh, it's great to see the the local flavor. Uh, that's uh, that's all over that uh, St. Francis baseball roster, and uh, Coach Butcher uh, knows uh, where to recruit. That's for sure. Uh, and the Fort Wayne area has always been uh, a very, uh, very good, strong baseball community, and uh, there's a lot of good players have come out of Fort Wayne, and it's it's showing now at the major league level. But um, you know, that's that's uh, you know, and then uh, Ryan Boland's softball team as well. Now, are they underway yet? They start tomorrow. We're going to start across town and uh, <clears throat> take on Indiana Tech, go over to their field and uh, play a game tomorrow at one o'clock. Uh, so they will they will kick it kick off their season tomorrow. Assuming you know, I think the the snow will probably disappear by tomorrow. And I think it was three or four years ago uh, when Indiana Tech had first built their field. Our team was down there using snow blowers and shovels to get a game in. So you know they're they're itching to play, and and we've got the game on the schedule for tomorrow. So hopefully we can get that one in, but. Yeah, I mean, Coach Butcher and, and, and Boland, you know, they both made an effort when they took the heads of these programs to make sure that it was a place that the local kids wanted to come first and foremost. Um, and, and Dustin's done a great job of that. Boland's done it consistently for all the years he's done it. And uh, we're excited because it means, you know, we get a lot of people like you and a lot of the local people who follow these kids from middle school, grade school, high school, all the way up. And to keep them here in Fort Wayne competing for the Cougars is um, it, it's a great feeling, and, and when you can have some success on top of it, uh, that obviously adds to it. Oh, no doubt about it. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, and Mike, uh, turning uh, to baseball as well, uh, you being, I believe, a little bit of a Red Sox fan, uh, have, have you kind of assessed the the, the prospects for uh, for the 2024 season for the Red Sox since they are now uh, they have reported to spring training. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out who's in the lineup for the Red Sox these days. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen some pitchers that we've signed, and, and you know, we've got some really good young players, but I uh, I, I think 
gosh, the American League East is just such a, a battle. You know, I feel like it's it's me talking about the Cougars playing in the Crossroads League. Uh, it's it's uh, I, I've I've watched about five minutes of it yesterday. There was a little bit of a clip when they were on, but it's uh, as always, it's going to come down to pitching and and hopefully our defense is better than it was last year. That's one thing that really let them down. Uh, but when you, yeah, I, I've I'd like to see I have faith in the organization, but. You know, ever since the Mookie Betts thing, I'm um, I'm hesitant to put total faith back into the Red Sox because ever since they uh, traded him away, it seems to have been a downward spiral. So I'm I'm hoping they surprise me this year, but I uh, I go in with uh, limited expectations. Let's put it that way. Limited expectations. That is my life as a Cub fan. I feel like Mike <laughs> and I are kindred spirits this season as well. Well, we got Theo back, so maybe we got the magic back somewhere, right? That's true. Theo That's came true. back home. He's going to try to get us back on track. We let you guys borrow him to get your World Series, <laughs> and now he's coming back to the East Coast. And uh, hopefully he's got some of that magic still up his sleeve that he had the first time around. But uh, we don't have Tito anymore, and, and that was just such a magical time with Theo and Tito and, and that combo with the Red Sox and the runs that they made. It's, uh, you know, we, we got to find some magic here. And, and, you know, when you've got everybody going to the – play for the Dodgers that uh, that's actually worth uh, mm. millions and millions of dollars it's going to be it's going to be tough we just know the Dodgers will make the playoffs but they won't win the World Series so I mean there's fewer things that are guaranteed in life you're well, to God's ears yeah. well and so yeah not now not everybody went to the Dodgers what what's your thoughts on Verdugo yeah I love I love him uh he, he's he's fantastic uh Doogie's been been kind of the the heart and soul since we made that trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of the one thing that came over, and uh, there was a you know I think there was a pitcher Braderall or something in that deal that throws like 170, but he hasn't been on the mound uh, since we made the trade. And uh, Doogie's been been the guy. I mean, you always kind of have that in the Red Sox when they've been very good. You know, whether it was um, uh, oh gosh, uh, I'm trying to think of the big bearded catcher. The first baseman that played with us that was with the Rangers for a while that uh, I can't even think of his name, um, but they always got to have that guy. You got to have that locker room guy, and that's what Doogie's been. And and I've uh, I've loved watching him play. He's kind of kept me interested in the Red Sox the last few years. There we go. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us, and uh, as always, and uh, we will talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. All right, that was Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, and our weekly. Cougar chat, and uh, you know that's it's one of those things. And it, you, sir, Mr. Podgorski, mm-hmm. former athletic director yourself, yeah. uh, what was what was great about being an AD? What was the what, what was challenging? As always, I always enjoyed working with the students. And when I was coaching, I just had my team. Now I had more hands-on as a coach than I did it as an AD. But as an AD. You're working with all the student athletes. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to help them with their goal because you know I, I was the AD at, at IU Kokomo, so NAIA, same thing as Mike. And you're just trying to help them with their goals to graduate and then go be successful as professionals wherever. Because the the opportunity for these student athletes to be pro athletes, it's small. I'm not right. saying it can't happen, but it's extraordinarily sure. small. If, if right? it happens, it's it's the exception to the rule. It's the icing on that's right. Yeah, yeah it's icing icing on the cake. So um, hey, I really enjoyed that. I thought the challenge of it as opposed to coaching, because, again, now you're responsible for an entire program and the finances that go into that, um, the staffing. Mike Mike nailed it. I don't know if people necessarily understand all that an athletic director does 
at the level that he's at because mm-hmm. it's a high level of college athletics. But, you know, we're not the Jack Schwarbicks of the world where we get to just kind of go to the game and watch and enjoy it and consume it and kind of get to develop relationships with donors and alumni at that level. Um, you're working it. Like I've done PA and I've done Staddy and I've sold tickets. I've been in the concession stand. Same thing Mike was talking about. So, you know, those are some of the challenges. Um, I think hiring the right people is a really big challenge because again, everybody has to, to pitch in. If you're, if it's a, a basketball game, you might go to the softball coach and say, Hey, we need your athletes to work this and, and we need you to work concession stand. If they're not willing to do it because, well, no, no, I, I just coach or I got to go recruit or that. Like I get it, but like we just don't have enough hands. So, mm-hmm. so that was always a challenge, but uh, um, I probably stayed, should have stayed in it longer than what I, what I did. I made a really dumb career decision to get out of it, but um, you know, I, I love working in college athletics and now I get the benefit of being the professor on the professor side where I still get to have my hand in it just a little bit. Um, have a lot of time off in the summer. Well, and there's a pretty decent athletic director at the uh, university where you reside there at Trine, mm-hmm. Mr. Matt Land. Uh, yeah. All kinds of Fort Wayne flavor there Absolutely. Uh, with him uh, uh, being the South Side coaching high school and then uh, and coaching indoor football yep. and actually coaching indoor football and, and having his hands in that made indoor football. I remember a Matt Land coached Fort Wayne Freedom team that I went and got a ticket at the, at the ticket office 20 minutes before the game started. I, I was three rows from the ceiling because <laughs> there were that many people there. And it was, uh, you know, it was a first-class quality thing. And, you know, um, once again, Mike McCaffrey was part of the Fort Wayne Fusion uh, that, mm. was, uh, that was here in town. That's what brought him to Fort Wayne initially. But, but guys like Matt Land. You know, and um, and he and Troy Abs uh, seemed like we're we're you know football together and things. And of course, Matt Matt was the uh, head football coach at Trine That's as right. well. Yep. And then uh, gave way to Troy. So I mean, it's just it's, it's one of those things that you have to be able to juggle so many different things. And you know, Division three athletics in the NCAA as well. I'm sure there's even further layer. I'd love to get Matt on. I, we, I think we've had yeah, him on we before. I'd love yeah. to get Matt on, too, and, and just talk to him, have him either come into the studio or on the phone and uh, and just talk to him about his career and and uh, some of the high points, some of the things that he's done, although I'm sure he'd be reluctant to talk him about himself. But uh, yeah, we can bring it up and ask him questions. So Well, I talked about hiring good people, and I think that's been his strength there at trying, at least in the seven years that I've been there. They hire really good coaches. I mean, and it's just small things. It's stuff that the general public will never see. But, you know, again, as a faculty member, those coaches do such a great job of letting us know when their student athletes are going to be traveling, what their responsibilities are, when they're going to be leaving. Um, you know, football does a good job. Hey, you guys sit in the front row. You're going to ask questions. Um, so I, I just think he's done a fantastic job hiring the right people. And those people have gone in there and been really successful. And I'm excited to see what happens with basketball today. Um, women's side, certainly, you know, they win and they're in. Um, the men's side, I think they've done enough with that win last night in the semifinals where I think they're in the tournament. Yeah. Okay. Now you win the MIAA tournament. Now you got a chance to host in the NCAA tournament and maybe host for, for a few rounds. So that would be fantastic because, hey, let's host a little bit 
And then, you know, yeah. the Final Four is not a far drive. No, it isn't. Yeah. It isn't. That's March 14th uh, on Thursday, and then yeah. uh, then the 16th is a championship. So it's all over before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so. and, you know, pretty uh, pretty easy travel from uh, Angola down to Fort Wayne. Yes, indeed it would be. And, and, uh, and I'm sure that the Thunder would travel with the team, and uh, that would be awesome. Thank you, That Rick. would be awesome. 46862. Text line is open for you. 46862. Put TS in front of your message, if you will. Uh, Jim and Brandon taking you up to the top of the hour uh, today. And don't forget, we have a couple of state championship basketball games that are going to be taking place at Gambridge Fieldhouse today, starting at 1245 Bishop Lewis and Brownstown Central in the 2A state championship. And then in Class 3A, Norwell takes on Gibson Southern at round six. And uh, yeah, the winners are crowned as state champions. So um, there you have it. We're going to go ahead and step out, take a break. And then uh, when we come back, well, we'll have more of Talking Sports. I guarantee it. We'll do that all when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Not only do we have the best lineup of shows on Fort Wayne Sports Station, but our podcast bench is the deepest in the game. Download the latest Caleb and Kenny in the Morning and Sports Rush show every day. Listen to the best in Fort Wayne high school sports, including replays of games, plus Fighting Irish preview during Notre Dame football season. And for you IndyCar racing fans out there, our morning guys Caleb and Kenny bring you new track record every week. Find them all and make sure you subscribe at 1380thefan.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. What do student-athletes say their favorite memories are playing high school sports? A few might remember specific games, a big play, or defeating their greatest rival. But more often than not, we remember practices, bus rides, and locker room moments. That's because in high school sports, we get to play with our best friends. We grow together, learn life lessons together, have fun together. And while it takes hard work and commitment, we're thankful we go through it all with people who have our back. I'm Allie Ward from Boonville High School. And I'm Mary Cox from Monrovia High School. Years from now, we'll remember pushing each other. We'll remember how to be accountable and work hard to improve. The fun, friends, laughter, and lessons. That's what we'll remember more than anything else. I am IHSAA Commissioner Paul Naughty. Come see lifelong memories being made by buying a ticket to your school's athletic events. Be a champion of high school sports. This is a lesson that lasts a lifetime. This is a moment you'll never forget. This is your IHSAA.
Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Automotive. The doctor told me I need to turn it down a notch so my heart doesn't explode. Now I need a way to get your attention besides screaming. That puts me in a real pickle. So here's what I decide to do. It's my nickel pickle sale. This week, you can buy a nicer newer car and put just five cents down. Yep, just a nickel, and you can drive. Even if you've had some past credit problems. Even if you've been turned down before. You can drive a nicer newer car for just five cents down. I'm in a pickle, and you can drive for a nickel this week at Grody Automotive. And my For the People credit approval process means if you have a job and a nickel, you can be approved and drive it today. Plus, we'll pay you up to $4,500 for any old trade. Rusted, busted, just clunked out. Come see me in my pickle suit today. I'm Fred Grody and I am a dealer for the people. Come visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. Call 422-5000 or get pre-approved at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Credit and five cents down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number 24719, 215 per month at 8% APR for 60 months. Offers do not combine. The YMCA is just a start for the true self blooms only when we find our purpose what makes us tick below the surface why is the before work hustle an after school home a section of my block a corner to call my own with my why I stand strong seen and supported all along it's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs find your why join today at ymca.org for a better us over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, we also face a mental health pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities. The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports. Usually when the Stones are playing, I respectfully stay quiet and listen. There we go. There's Mick. Okay. Oh, a little jumping jack flash to bring you back here to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. You know, I mentioned, I think, before, Bubba McMahon's a big music fan. The owner of oh, yeah? McMahon's Best One. Yeah, I used to see him. At, I used to see, I, okay, you know, Diane, a little bit younger, uh, she would go to concerts with me. I Okay, I took her to Boz Skaggs down in Indianapolis once. And then I, you know, and then I've gone with her to concerts that I normally wouldn't go to, like Volbeat, Disturbed, I think Red, <laughs> Get in the mosh pit. Rob Zombie. I stayed out of the mosh pit just because uh -huh. of arthritis. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, you good, know, good um, but I went to those, but then, you know, yeah. Yeah, she went to Boz with me, and I love Boz Gag. I mean, I always have, mm -hmm. always, you know. The cool part was he was sitting in his RV out in front of the Marat Center, or, and uh, 
you could see through the blinds he was watching the at the time the Cleveland Indians in the American League playoffs because he's a big he's from that area, big Cleveland Indians fan. So uh, before the show, he was watching the Indians play baseball. So anyway, but but anyway, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've gotten uh, a, a taste of some music I wouldn't otherwise uh, be tasting, be sampling. Well, you didn't notice it, but it happened today. A little bit of inside baseball for everybody listening. A um, little bit of technical issues with some with some phone things, so I didn't really have time to get your '70s rejoin music. And usually, it's listed by the year. Today, it's not listed by the year, so I'm kind of hunting and pecking. And I thought it was like, well, we'll we'll do '80s. I like the '80s. That'll okay. that'll work. So I thought I had chosen the outfield, Your Love, and Josie's on a bit. Great, great, great intro song. Apparently, I'd chosen Nicki Minaj. Oops. A little bit different. Yeah. And I let that go a couple seconds. Like, oh. Yeah. You always have to uh, watch for uh, edits. Uh, Make sure it's edited. And I'm sure sure it's probably a clean version. But um, we're, you know, I'm sure Mrs. Minaj um, is a fine artist, but maybe doesn't fit this show. Yeah, but maybe, just maybe, we became relevant to that younger demographic for just a minute or two. Oh, nah. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) 46862, the text line is open. And, uh, you know, hey, let's recap just a little bit. Uh, Once again, uh, Shane will be with us next week. If you're tuned in listening for the Comet update, uh, Shane was in Wheeling, West Virginia, calling the Comets Nailers game last night. By the way that the Comets came out and uh, exerted their authority, beating the Nailers 5-3. to three. Diamond Hands was playing. Mr. Amesbury uh, looks like uh, got into a l- little bit of a fisticuff uh, situation there in the first period. So um, kind of showed, showed his muscle there to the Wheeling fans. Uh, Comets will be off tonight and then head to Toledo tomorrow at uh, 5.15. Shane will have that call on Sister Station 1190, WoWo, starting with a pregame at about, no oh, 5.05 or so. So if you haven't gotten up this morning, seen the local news, Comets were winners last night. So was PFW. The Mastodons beat Green Bay, and that was in Green Bay last night. 85-59 to 59 just thrashed Green Bay. And this, this has got to give that entire program hope for the postseason tournament, for the Horizon League tournament, because you just knocked off one of the best teams in the conference in, in the Horizon League on their home court. So, And looking at the men, well, both for the men and women, if you finish in the top five there of the conference, you get the first round bye yeah. in the conference tournament. I believe the women are looking pretty good. I think they're third as I was looking at it at the stats this morning, which means they would – avoid the four or five game. Uh-huh. Um, and I think you're playing the winner of uh, eight and nine. Um, the men still have some work to do, but boy, what a good win last night and get that first round by see what happens in the tournament. And of course, I mean, you know, prior to that, they had Detroit and they took care of business. Yep. Unlike IUPUI uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks before that against Detroit. But uh, you know, it's one of those things where, okay, these are the, the, the kind of the, now, not a must win, but a pretty we're getting close win. to that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, just you know, one of those things you gotta you gotta play out, and they, they hit the rough patch. Maybe uh, maybe they're on the rebound and, and on the way up now. So uh, we'll see. We we hope so. 
Um, and, and we mentioned the Trine men. Uh, they beat Adrian 74-70 last night in conference semis. They'll play Hope tonight uh, on the Thunder's home court. That'll tip at 7.30 tonight for the MIAA championship. Uh, the Trine women who are 20-7. and seven. By the way, the Trine men are 23-3. and three. Trine women now 20-7. and seven. They beat Calvin last night. They will uh, meet Hope tonight on Hope's court for the women's championship. That also tips at 7.30. So uh, best of luck to them as well. And some other... In other trying news, um, I am taking a group of students down to Atlanta for the National Collegiate Sports Sales Championship. So uh, Drew Schultz and David Rattan are in that championship, and they've got a chance to win a national championship in uh, kind of a mock ticket sales competition. We had the national runner-up two years ago, Nikki Maroney. She's with the Red Wings. And uh, um, let's see, Drew has a number has a number one seed. Uh, David is a six seed. So very strong team this year. Excited to go down there uh, tomorrow. See okay. the sun again. How do you attain, let's say, a number one seed? What, so uh, there's a the virtual competition in November, and depending how you did on that is how they do the seeding for the individual competition in February. Uh, out of 255 students, Drew f- finished fifth overall, and then uh, David, I think, finished uh, like 18th, 19th overall. So um, the seeds get a little bit wonky because you have some students – uh, opt out and then others kind of opt in and things and and some of it has to do with your team finish but um two, two of our highest seeds we've ever had so really excited to see how they do on monday so you're heading to atlanta yep just got back from dallas just got back talk a little bit about that dallas before we uh so we i just end mentioned the show. drew as a number one seed he also competed in the national collegiate analytics championship and uh that's where it's it's a totally different thing and i probably wasn't the best person to help him with that um, but he gets a set of data and he kind of has to break that down and show it in a visual, visualized form. Like, um, hey, let's say it's with, uh, I think the, the first round was maybe for a football team or, uh, or an NBA team. Hey, these are the fans you need to go after. Here's their best games. Here's where the sections that you sell the best. Hey, here's our like opposing players. This is when you can like have a little bit of variable pricing in your ticket modeling. So he gets us all this data, has to kind of drill it down, then present it and gets um, scored on that. And he finished 18th in the nation in that. And first time we've ever had a student do it. And, uh, you know, I have a very, very limited stats background, so I want much help. And, I mean, you, you talk about, you know, once again, in sport management, you talk about arena, uh, you know, efficiency. Yeah, yeah, and, that was and this things. Week. I yep. mean, you were talking about the analytics of, of that yep. as well. And, you know, emissions and everything involved, utilities, just it, it's incredible. So, are all sport management, let's say majors, going through all of all of this curriculum? Usually not. The analytics side, it might be ran through like mathematics. Um, it might be ran through like data science, computer science, things like that. That's where we're getting a lot of those students. We can do it on the sport management side. Not a lot of sport management programs have that because mm-hmm. you need some specialized faculty. Um, but um, he's going through his master's of analytics and said, hey, I want to give it a shot. I said, okay, I can't help you at all. And he's like, don't worry about it. And uh, he did pretty darn well. So I was very proud to see he got top 20 in the country. How long has sport management been a degree field? You know? Uh, overall, since about like late 70s, early 80s. But there were only a few programs doing it. Now there's over 400 sport management programs in the country. Because had it been available when I was leaving high school, oh, I'd probably still be a student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a victory lap and a half at IU. I wasn't in a hurry to leave. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that's going to do it for Talking Sports for Saturday, February 24th. Many thanks to Coach Jesse Biggs of Indiana Tech and uh, not only the coach but athletic director there at Tech. Thanks to Mike McCaffrey for joining us as well. Thanks to you, the listener, for uh, tuning in each and every Saturday. Thanks to Brandon. You have no idea what it takes sometimes to get a, a, a caller on the air and uh, things of that nature. Brandon does it. He's smiling when he does it, and uh, uh, the results are right then and there. So it's like a duck. He's just very smooth on the surface. Podcasts by Federated Media.